Hi everyone, it's Chris inside the Armour Publications and I'd like to remind you all about Models for Ukraine Volume 2. In my opinion, Models for Ukraine Volume 2 is the best modelling book I have ever produced. And I've produced a few. It's full of fantastic work and features everything from aircraft to armour to figures to ships. You want it? We got it. This fantastic book is available now from Inside the Armour Publications. That's insidethearmour.com. And all profits for this book go to humanitarian aid for Ukraine via the Disasters Emergency Committee Ukraine Appeal. It's fucking normal. What are you talking about? Don't let anybody know I'm that, normal. okay? Not a, not a piece of nothing is normal. I want everyone, I want everyone I to know God. that I put yeah. my legs... Uh, my pants on my legs. He puts his legs uh, just in like his everybody pants. Else. Oh, exactly <laughs> the same as everybody legs. else <laughs> at exactly the same time. Isn't that how everybody else does it? All his legs and all his pants. One pants at a time. All at, the, all at once. <laughs> everywhere. Everything. Where, where you, all at once. Where do you think? Where do you think Michelle Yeoh and Kwan got their inspiration from on how to play their roles? They're like, oh, like everybody pants else. in his jeans. My jeans. I have a funny story. So it's a constant joke in my office because I'm like the vegan kid who does scale models, nerd guy working construction, which, you know, definitely odd man out on the outlier. So one of our superintendents, he's he's kind of like a I don't I don't really know how to characterize him. He's a hard man to read. And uh, um, one day I made a comment about them having to grind out precast for the openings because they weren't really roughed in appropriately. And they were going to be using a lift. And I was like, oh, man, hopefully it's not windy. And he gave me the, like, what the fuck are you saying? Like, I'm the dumbest man in the room ever, like, look. And I'm like, oh, oh, shit. So it's been like a rolling joke between me and my coworker. Where it's like, I'm sorry. I guess I'll die. You know, fuck me, right? <laughs> I made a sensible wow. conversation. So um, he's been, like, trying to open up and get to know me more and, you know, just be cordial, which is, I appreciate it. You know, he's not a bad dude. He knows the shit. It's just kind of weird talking to him because I don't have a lot in common with him. Um, and he was asking me about what I was doing for the weekend. I was like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, work on some stuff from the house. You know, maybe work on some hobbies. Stuff. Oh, and he's like, what do you do for hobbies? And to all of my resistance, I still told him, oh, I work on scale models. And you can just see like the level of disinterest, like, oh, fuck this guy. He's such a loser. Or, oh, man, I was just trying to connect with him. And now I got like, you just see. And so I joked, I sent a text to my buddy immediately after I got done talking to him. And he was really nice about it. But I I said to Ryan, I was like, I just uh, had the quickest conversation with Scott. That's the superintendent. And he's like, he laughs. He's like, what did you tell him? I was like, I told him I work on scale models. And he just fucking died because he knew how awkward that conversation had to have been. (laughs) This is a guy that plays baseball, was like a pro athlete in high school, hunts. And Mm -hmm. like, he's that kind of guy. He's the jock. Yeah. You know what? That sounds like my stepdad. You know what my stepdad did? He Hmm. introduced me to scale modeling. And oh, built a shitload of kick-ass scale models, and we learned He's about World War II history. He's but a carpenter. Same shit. Yep. It's, it's just funny because kill, kill, having that kill conversation. The birds and, and all that shit. Like, I remember yeah. cleaning squirrels with them, and we made stir-fry. It was delicious. That's the thing. Like, it's weird, you know? Each, each individual can be, like, so mm. many different things. And I bet, like, that dude, if anything, if he – if his – his like knee jerky 
kind of reaction to that is probably like a deeper seated something else that is totally unrelated I'll, to you like wanting to, to have a yeah of course not he wasn't mean but, about but, you know, it no i just thought oh, it was no, funny no, no, no. i'm not saying that the guy was mean or that the yeah. guy was whatever i'm just saying that like i'm just trying to be like you know psychological about the whole fucking mm. thing and analyze i'm trying to look deeper but i thought it was funny because we we're talking about oh i'm normal and i was just like I just want to be normal. Sounds like <laughs> we're always um, joking in the office. It's, it's like, it's, why am I like this? Ryan's always this like, gentleman, oh, why this you gentleman like sounds like this gentleman sounds like the guy that goes anime. Why would you watch anime. that? <laughs> 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 now he's a good dude. It just, it was kind of funny. Cause I know he's just trying to relate and be like a good guy having a conversation. He's just like, Oh shit. Sure. What I get myself into. I was like, no, don't worry. I'm not going to bore you with the details. Thanks for asking. But and I was just like, I'm going to go back to work now. And I said, text around. He's like the quickest conversation. I just had the quick. And he died. Cause he knew exactly how that played out. It's just kind of a rolling joke we have about it. It's like, Oh, Scott's I, try to have those, today. I try to have those conversations with hood ass dudes. <laughs> They'd be like, yeah, you know, I moved this P over here and he was getting this done. And I'm like, I just finished snapping up a V-Thor. What the fuck are you talking about? episode of built sideways podcast i don't know what episode number it is because we did a bunch of these i think it's eight eight we're doing eight it's it's eight it's eight it's episode eight (laughs) uh co-hosting with me tonight is brian the bro builder hi i'm brian the bro builder (laughs) (laughs) that was done for effect Uh, and with us this evening is our good friends, Chris Pabs and Kyle Harris. We're here yeah. just watching. Please continue. So <laughs> cool. They're not here. No, they're not here at all. They're another <laughs> part of the your imagination. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're just I running guess... the Kyle program. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kyle's just like a chat GP. <laughs> um no, uh, so yeah, we are co-hosting this uh, uh, interruption episode. We had another episode that was planned to be this one, but this episode is now this episode because um, we went to we had a we went to a show, right? Yeah, we did a thing. It was, it was pretty uh, cool. Our annual IPMS uh, New Jersey Mosquito Con. Mesquites. It's always a joy to go. So. So just fun. just just for the uninitiated, what the hell is a mosquito con? Where is it held, and why is it? <laughs> why is it? So it's because it, you know for for regular listeners or even like people who've watched our streams and all that stuff, it's always mentioned, but I don't think we ever really fully explain what what the fuck it actually is. So what the fuck is me, it? Yeah, what is a mosquito con, uh, and why why is it mosquitoes? Okay. So, <laughs> all right. So, um, the it's the annual uh, New Jersey or Northern New Jersey IPMS uh, convention. It is called MosquitoCon after the De Havilland mosquito, 
it's a British twin engine shoulder winged uh, multi role combat aircraft uh, introduced during the Second World War. Um, and I believe, yes, it's actually a it's a wooden airplane, uh, which is fucking righteous. I learned about it initially from Dave at Plastic Model Mojo. Uh, he was building one with a group build and there's a whole lot of back and forth. You should go listen to them if you don't listen to that podcast. Um, but yeah, so it's a it's one of the uh, wooden <laughs> wooden multi rolls from uh, World War Two. So, yeah, Mosquito, that's where the Mosquito and Mosquito Con and it has absolutely nothing to do with the bugs. <laughs> that ravaged the oh. East Coast. Oh, I got excited. I was like, cool. Mosquitoes are great. No, we have those it. crazy. There's crazy ones out here. So, yeah, I grew up in the Midwest allergic to them. And um, coming out to the East Coast, there's a whole different breed of them shits out here. They're crazy. Um, no, bueno. anyway, so this goes down every spring. Uh, usually there was one after the whole uh lockdown restrictions uh that was in october that was a pinch so the october show was really cool julio remember we went to that yeah that was great and and you brought the bust right yeah that was my first uh first place win at mosquito con where'd you get that uh what where did you get that (laughs) tell me about it oh that was what 2020 i think right uh, or was it 2021? 2021? It might have been 2021. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's so 2020 I was the start of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. 2021. Uh, I got first place in uh, Gundam at Mosquito yeah. Con. It's fantastic. With a beautiful bus that I painted. Where'd you get it? Oh, my good friend, Chris Pabs, uh, sent it to me <laughs> as a gift. He said, Julio, you can't do this. And I proved him wrong. <laughs> that's not that's literally not why I sent it to you yeah not the least motherfucker that was on but a good wasn't roll. there kind of a challenge yeah it was I got real mm-hmm. close I got three quarters of the way and so then... what was it 2021 Julio was on a on a, a journey you know uh, uh, an adventure if you will mm-hmm. uh, to to be healthier and lose weight and um, he was he was making good headway but he was he was hitting a, a wall so it's like Julio, if you manage to lose a hundred pounds by the end of the year, I will send you a very uh at the time it wasn't really that rare, but it was already out of print uh wing bust from Artisan Club. And he was like, fuck I'm on it. So he worked hard and he it was the end of the year, he got to 75 pounds lost. I sent it to him anyway, because that's a lot of weight to lose. That's a whole pass. Yeah. That's a whole me. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Minus legs. Yeah. Minus legs. The detachable yeah. legs he has. He keeps those in his pants. So, yeah. <laughs> At the same time. Yeah. And I wanted to get it done before Mosquito Con came up. So right. I wasn't really rushing, but I was putting a little you know, pep in the step to get it done. Worked it. It came out fantastic. It was absolutely yeah. exquisite. There's some LEDs and shit in there. It was really fucking yeah, delicious. Cool. My it's first great. time with LEDs. Super fun, man. Super, super fun. Yeah, I too took a plaque for my uh oh, yes, my Briegel, did. Calamity's Briegel that I brought. I brought that and I brought the flea through. And I've also brought um Mozico and <laughs> I kind of like laid a bunch of like giant shit. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I got a plaque and it was nice. We had the, we took that nice photo. Yeah. Oh, that was a great 
first mosquito con. I was like, ooh, what? I gotta keep doing this. Yeah, that was, <laughs> and it was funny because it was it was in October, right? So it was off because normally it's in April, and so they had held it in October, which was great. That they still they postponed it, and they were able to still um, to hold it and host a really good event uh, with a with a really good turnout. Um, but it wasn't like the big turnout because so, uh, normally it goes down in April. And so that meant that the next Mosquito Con was in April, like what? A few months like, after. Uh, yeah. What is that? Like five or six months out later or something like that? Like yeah. it was very, very quick. So instead of having like a full year to work on shit, you could do whatever you could. Um, I came through with some planes. I had the Messerschmitt um which was done and if you guys don't know if you guys haven't seen my Messerschmitt, if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't seen it um it's posted on my instagram uh feed but i did the um hasagawa 30 second scale Messerschmitt bf 109g and i uh, modified it because that's my way i changed it and i modified it to be wheels up so i had to do a bunch of shit to make those wheels come up and i and i um, did extra embellishments to the inside of the wheel well base, but that doesn't matter. Um, and uh, I cut the tail and I cut the um, the various uh, fins and flaps and everything like that and made it look like it was doing a dive bomb. And then I sculpted this whole crazy cloud formation with like all these crazy skulls coming out of it to make it look like the pilot. And then when I did the pilot, uh, himself eric um i uh cut the head on the body and like kind of altered it but those that particular figure is so like it's so generic and like devoid of actual like um like the fine detail that you'll get yeah. you see like really good figures now but anyway anyway i'm digressing i'm digressing so yeah so i had that one there and i had like a mirage and a few other things but there were some dudes that came through that next spring there was like so many 30 second scale gigantic jets that were just yeah, absolutely yeah. impressive and uh we saw that that whole light up uh ship right yeah why man that shit was like i think half it was clear that thing was yeah. that was amazing he cut it was like a half cutaway she was wild the dude who did the fucking what was it yamato with like 120 fighters on deck and shit like that was crazy that was wild yeah, did you see the one that was this year? Um, I I saw a lot that this year, but I didn't see anything as big as previous years. Right, the the scale was much more um, restricted, but there was one um, aircraft carrier in particular that was. I was looking at it with Johanny um, Strider Prime. Those of you out there that know him, um, he's a really great guy local in the in the in the scene yeah, uh, so yeah. he and i went around and we're looking at a few various things especially the ships because he was talking about um some of the stuff he's working on and this this one modeler put like so many figures at like like 700 scale or something like that yeah. just like all this deck all these all these painted little planes and all these little deck crew doing different things in different areas like interacting with each other in different poses and all this crazy shit just like and they're like toothpick size, dude. Like mind blowing. Yeah, they're yeah. so incredibly small. Um, yeah. And then the work and is just absolutely, yeah, incredible. It was really, really cool. Yeah, it, it was, was really great to hang out work. with all the. So, stepping into talking about the show that went down this year, because we both I entered five models this year, um, 
and you entered yours as well the, the, one. the one that you were able to fully finish yeah you worked on a bunch of stuff um but like yeah. my first takeaway from the whole event this year was that i had a great time talking with all of the modelers that i talked to about all of the various different kinds of stuff yeah. uh, i met this guy chris right away who uh he has a youtube channel uh cd scale models uh nice guy he's in pa drove out it was his first time coming to like put models in a show and i was putting the nova down and we talked about just like he was it was like right away it was like 8 45 in the morning like super early and we're putting our models down and the bumper i realized that i didn't actually put the bumper on i just put it on with some like sticky tack to take a photo so i actually had to glue the fucking bumper onto the back of the model while we're like setting up so he's like we're like shooting the shit talking about paint talking about whatever like good cool honest like great modeled stuff and like i had a generally excellent time interacting with all of the modelers throughout the whole entire fucking spot leo how about you oh man you hung out a lot but i didn't like i wasn't around you the whole time what did you yeah no i was walking around and enjoying the shit out of myself i really it really is great to go there and see everyone I think that's like one of the best parts there. And then you go and you look at what they did and you're like, oh, you're getting better. So now I have yeah. to go and hit the table again and try to up my skills because these motherfuckers sure. are pulling some shit. I love it. Well, there was a huge contingency of uh, our contemporaries and our friends, like all yeah. of us here at the podcast. You know, we, got, we all know. Yeah. Tex and other Julio, like these guys don't know the other Julio, but if from the mechanism ask days, uh, yeah. Maverick showed up, Mikkel yeah. showed up, and he brought us one of his kids, which was great. Um, we haven't seen that guy in a long time. He's been going through so much shit. He's a scale modeler. He hangs, you know, in the crew of of Gunpla and Gundam. Talks yeah. a lot of great shit. Guy's a wordsmith. Yeah. Uh, look, look, listen. Mm-mm. this guy listen, listen, listen. <laughs> no but then you know Dokudel was out and Derek her well uh right Derek her, yeah. her man and yeah. uh that was great just hanging out with those guys they're super great um uh who, who else can we shout out real quick obviously Tex and Chris or Manny uh, Manny. Uh, Manny was out Rich yeah. Richie Richie uh, came out. yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, it was good to actually meet him because I've I've only talked to him I talked I started talking to him on Fuck, I think it was Twitter um, a couple years back. And that's where I met him. Fucking, uh, uh, great guy. Yeah. All those great. guys are really, really cool. Um, I met a bunch of actually the people that I had kind of met before, but like there were some people there. Was she, did Shaq show up? Uh, no, he didn't come out this year. No, I didn't see him. Yeah. Fucking uh, Eddie was there. And. Uh, Oh, fucking Bobby and all them oh, guys. Bobby, Chris is like, shut Ray. up, Juan. We're quit, quit name dropping people. Oh my I god. No, it was good. That's the thing. It's like a family reunion in a lot of ways, and that's one of the great parts about going to these shows. Is like running into people that you've met before, or knowing, or like, and seeing people you know that you've never, you know, or like meeting new people. That's what I want to say. Yeah. So, um, and then vendor uh, room was vendor room was great. It was uh, all the spots were sold out. There wasn't a lot of Gundam though. There were um, old Gundams. There like, was. They did the have some shit. Yeah, some real classic. There was. What did you say? There was a bunch of like a uh, figure. Oh uh, yeah, there was a shit ton of action figures there, man. 
this one dude had a whole wall of the old like three and three quarter GI Joes. I was like, damn, I'm about to spend a hundred dollars <laughs> inflate <laughs> with these fuckers in a bathtub. Um, <laughs> it was great. It was really nice, man. The vendor room has some dope shit. I picked up a little uh, mini egg plane. To F something oh, you got one of the Meng. Yeah. The tune, the tune style ones, right? Yeah, it's a Hasegawa A6 Intruder egg plane series. Oh, Hasegawa, my bad. Eleven dollars. Meng does them tune tanks. That's right. Yeah, I want to pull put this fucker together because it's cute as shit. But like the pictures of it make it look like a little titty. <laughs> I really loved it. As soon as I saw the side picture of it put together, I was like, "Titty, you say?" That is a breast. <laughs> yeah. No, I gotta build that. I might just like paint it skin colored, honestly. Oh, just, to, good. just to laugh at, yeah. Or he could, yeah, you know, make it sand tough. Babs like, no, don't do it. <laughs> Girl, don't do it. Don't do I it. I wasn't gonna do it. I was just thinking about it. <laughs> no, I, I made a I made a couple of passes around. I got there super duper early, right? So I left I'm I'm close. I'm like less than an hour from it with tolls. So I got there very early in the rain. And uh, was chilling out for a second and um, went inside to take a piss and then like snuck my way in and looked around the vendor room a little bit while they were still setting up when I probably shouldn't have been in there. But I just kind of like pretended like I should be there. So they <laughs> let me be there. Yeah, which yeah, was cool. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was just kind of looking around. I wasn't trying to buy anything or whatever. I was just kind of scoping it out and I wasn't being intrusive. So no one gave a shit. That's yeah. kind of the thing about it. Like, you know, don't be a dick and no one will treat you like a dick. Uh, which was cool. And um, I participated in the raffles. I always participate in the raffle at the IPMS. And this year they had, were auctioning off um, or trying to raffle off this um, like 700 scale Yamato or something like that. Yeah. It was massive. It's like an $800 kit. Yeah. Five right? foot box. Yeah. Five foot box. Huge ship bottle. Right. <laughs> they were auctioning off uh, tickets at 20 bucks a head. And it was like early in the show. I hadn't bought anything yet. So I was like, hey, you know, I'm buying raffle tickets, whatever. I'll like, I'll buy one of those. Sure, whatever. But they didn't they didn't sell enough to be able to ra- raffle it off. But I thought that was pretty cool that they even had that as an option. And I know that it's kind of like a steep buy in, you know, like a 20 bucks or whatever, like to lose 20 bucks. But I think about it like. I can't take it with me. 20 bucks is 20 bucks, man. Like I have nowhere, nowhere to put that. <laughs> well there's also that and if yeah. i want it you know that'd be cool but think about it 20 bucks for an 800 hundred dollar kit even yeah, if no. you flipped it at half price it's that good you're giving up. somebody else a really great deal you got a really great deal yeah everything works out in the end it's a real you know, good come up bucket right you know so anyways yeah i oh. did end up winning a little kit uh i got a little uh ten dollar kit i ended up spending totally i spent thirty dollars in because i got responded back from my uh, yamato buy-in but i got a little ten dollar kit uh cute little plane it's like a young, uh, I don't know, fuck wolf or something like that, like an old one. Mm, fuck wolf. Yeah. <laughs> fuck wolf. Not fuck, not fuck wolf, but fuck wolf. That's the name <laughs> of uh, Kyle's next build. It's a, it's a little 70 second scale plane up there, but I ended up buying a couple of things. I didn't buy any, any obviously, obviously didn't buy any like uh, Gundam stuff because there really wasn't much there, but I got a, an AK Jeep. Um, which is really cool. And I got like an awesome mini art tow truck. And then another thing for my Ardennes diorama that's like forever in the planning. Yeah. Um, so I yeah, was that was. That there wasn't a lot of paint there this year. 
there in fact was not, which is kind of odd, right? Yeah. Um, people went there kind of hoping to find some. Yeah. There I didn't see a lot of tools stuff, either. I saw one dude, he had a table full of tools, but really? uh, it was all shit I had already. Uh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, I got this. I got that. Yeah. Yeah, the guys from, um, shit, I can't remember what the name of the, the company is, but they're down in Maryland. The guy was up there, and that's who I bought most of my shit from. Yeah. Um, it was good to see him. <clears throat> so, now that all of the other basic <laughs> shit that we've talked about is is, is said and done. Um, basic shit. <laughs> we, um, everything that I put down had a custom element to it. And I heard a bunch of crazy shit when I was walking around the floor. I did more. I tried to spend more time there. Like we were pretty in much in and out. We got a quick meal. Julio and I uh, had like a nice little fucking meal over at the pub and yeah. went back to the spot. I spent some more time on the floor talking to people and listening to people and looking at models this time. And um, I happened to be walking by on the other side of the table when the judges crew was going over my hover bug, which I put into the only conceivable category that I could think of to put the modified Polaris VW Coca-Cola into was the fictional sci-fi vehicles because it doesn't belong to any. It's not like real. Like it doesn't, it's not a thing, but like what is, you know, what's the other end of it? So uh, I put it in yeah. there, right? That's and, exactly where it goes. Right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You, you also had you had the Lambo in there as well. Yeah. I was really jealous. So you're, you're the base on that looks really, really good. Right? I was, I was like, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it looks great. I'll take some more pictures of it. <laughs> yeah. But I had the opportunity to walk by. I wasn't I didn't have the opportunity. I found myself inspecting models on the other side of the table and then I heard them talking and I looked over and then saw them picking over my model, which is not a good place to be. At. I and I ended up walking away because I know I didn't want to listen to what they were saying. But some of the things that I heard were a little disconcerting. And to say the least, to say the least not and it's not I don't take it personally, right, because I know that the model is successful in my mind because I yeah. made exactly what I wanted to make. And I feel a little the easiest way to say it is like non plus on the subject because the like the main thing that seemed to come up or the was that the, it didn't belong to anything like they couldn't they didn't have a, a thing that they could look up on their phone yeah. to measure it against. Yeah. Right. So like uh, I kept hearing like as as I and then I had to get away because as I was hearing them talking about like, oh, but it's it's but it's a kit bash. It's a kit bash. It's like, yeah, it's a kit bash. Yeah. It's made of a bunch of different things, you know, did, like did they look through together. your book at all? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, they pulled out the book. They went through the book. Um, but I didn't like I didn't call out like, you know, this is from the fucking this is from a tank. You know, this part I did a little bit. I was like, you know, the this I was really generalizing because I did all this stuff like at the end. And I was like, how do I write about this project that I put like, I don't know how many months into like probably a couple months of yeah. time of like hard work. If you were, condense yeah. it um, and just like you know, freelancing and bouncing shit. And you did this, a similar kind of thing. Yeah, but I feel like if you had 
if you had tagged, you know, Cyberpunk 2077 or whatever, like, oh. which like the kit initially came from. Okay. It, they might have because everything that they awarded from that era and like that, that grouping was all shit that belonged to an IP, right? Yeah. It was literally everything that won that was of because I wouldn't and I, armor is creative in its own right, but it, it's all real world shit. You know, like you there's the reference point of it. Anything that's like more creative, I thought was they gave all the awards to shit that was part of an IP. It's like, oh, this is from this. It did it pretty well for this world. Here's an award. Right. Like, oh, I see. Oh, it does. It looks like this image on my phone, yeah. like or whatever. I'm not saying that they're using images from their phone or whatever, and I'm not trying to talk shit on the judging or whatever. I know, guys, guys, I don't consider tank builders creative. They follow strict formula that is a copycat principle. They copy what exists and what has reference photos. There is no creativity in copying what already exists. I'm going to flat out <laughs> say, it. I don't care if you get offended to it because it's true. <laughs> oh, shit. I is it, does it mean you have no skill? No, that's not what I'm saying. It takes a yeah. lot of skill to be able to replicate yeah. what you to see at right. that small scale. Is Fuck it creative? It. Fuck no. It is not creative. <laughs> there is not a creative thought in it. You are, a, you are a printer of small scale. You basically took an image and you print. It takes a lot of skill <laughs> to do it, it again. But is it creative? No. I do not consider, you know, copycat off of reference and realistic materials as a creative thing right you do not actually use that part of your brain you use the analytical side you're checking details you're 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 methodical about how you do things there's a lot of skill involved don't get me wrong but is it creative no i will never give that individual create uh, the creative award i'm going to give them the weathered award the skill award the match the realistic in a small scale award because that's true to the form there's no creative thought or functionality to tank. Honestly, together like dioramas and shit, though, some of that is really creative. Oh, okay. absolutely. That I can, that can, yeah, I, I can that, agree with. There is some right, and that's that's yeah. a whole different thing. Whole We're different not talking thing. about. Yeah. I'm not talking about diorama. I'm not talking about like the guys that scratch build shit from wood and build these amazing like um, port diorama uh, things and all this. Yeah. If there's some guy that always comes through with some amazing shit, I love that guy. Um, but it does kind of like lead to the um the question of where is like you know where's the creative where's the creative outlet uh outlet in in just getting a kit and building it out of the box via the instructions and painting it exactly as the instructions say without any you know extra weathering without any altercations to make it realistic like the arma kits that we all did for the the p51s um like i saw another guy there had put another arma kit right next to it like right next to mine that was like another one but it was built out of the box you know wink like wheels down all paint lines still there absolutely not accurate whatsoever but i'm willing to bet that because mine was wheels up and in a flying thing or whatever like that, um, I'm and slightly weathered. I'm guessing that mine probably got were less marks than the other guys who was less actual accurate. So, I mean, and that's just like a, a who gives a fuck kind of thing. It's not going to stop me from building, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Like, and I'm not going to stop making all my planes wheels up. <laughs> like, I'll, I will do that forever. <laughs> Honestly, like I hate I hate landing gear. Um, planes yes. are meant to fly make them fly 
we we don't build for MosquitoCon really. You know what I mean? Like we build our stuff and then bring it to MosquitoCon. Like, right. We need to build stuff just for MosquitoCon, like. Oh yeah, no, and there are. I think that there are guys that do that, and we've talked about this a little bit for before about building for, um, like the contest that you're entering, right? Yeah, we have. Yeah, there is definitely an IPMS build set that you have to go and follow to win. Mm -hmm. Everyone who's in IPMS knows this is not like a taboo thing to talk about. It is, you know, true to form that. If you want to win IPMS, you build a certain way because that's how you win IPMS. Like they're like just like GBWC and other competition, there is a clear formula you must follow to guarantee a win. Yeah. No, and there you can see the guys at these events if you go to them that have it locked in. There was a guy mm-hmm. that was standing in front of where Julio and I were standing. He was next to uh, Jim Gould, uh, was chilling out. Uh, who won a, a well uh, won a plaque as well? Congratulations! Um, but yeah, this other guy and his lady were hanging out there, and they were just he was stacking plaques, stacking, like, played stacking. the played the field, as it were. Maybe he's one of those guys. Maybe he's retired early or something like that, and all he does is crank out kits. You know, like yeah. I don't fucking know. But uh, that guy must have had like six or seven plaques, walking yeah. out of there, and it's kind of funky. Well, that's kind of funky to me, too, thinking about that, because if if you can, if a, a modeler can blanket, a, they're like, Shotgun. they have a, a strict like no sweeps, right? You can't win first, second, third in a category. But what about taking, you know, plaques in nine different categories? Yeah. You know, like. That's also odd to me, but I don't know. Well, it's I, don't I think it's a product of IPMS too, though, because they have so, especially with aircraft, there's like 17 categories for aircraft alone. I'm like, scale, then there's genre, then there's war, theater, and all. I'm just like, why do you have so many for that? Then you have two for tank. What? Like aircraft? Right. Okay. This is a very blatant thing I'm about to say, but. Aircraft modelers are the prize of IPMS. Everybody else is just there to watch. Dude. It's a bold statement, would, but a lot of people can agree that if you don't bring aircraft in, you're not going to get as much like, ooh, ah, because that's not most of those guys that run that like planes. That, that's just a bias. That's you know, the reality of it. I mean, I think, potentially. I think Pads would kill it at fucking IPMS events. Oh, yeah, clean, clean builder. Yeah. That's why he doesn't do a, it. <laughs> no, there is a there is a reason why I don't do it. And it's because of my experiences back in the UK. Uh, you know, like there's a reason why I had hadn't shared any of my work, you know, while I was I was over there. You know, so um the way you guys describe MosquitoCon and the way that those judges kind of looked at your work is exactly how a lot of those guys and I think people like Chris Meddings will will corroborate this. But that's how a lot of guys out in the UK used to do it. And I remember like back then Gundam was not as easily accessible as it is now. Um, uh, and you know, you know, like still over there, it's not really that easy to get, to get a kit. Um, and, uh, yeah, like the mentality of those types of people have been, have been kind of very, <laughs> what's the right word for this? I mean, you know, it sounds stupid, but gatekeepish. Mm. Uh, you know, if it doesn't fall within a certain 
aesthetic or a certain, I don't want to say accuracy because that's not, that's not accurate either. But their, their mentality of if this isn't something that falls within what we're used to seeing every year, then it's not something worth looking at at all. And it's a shame because there are some very creative people out there, very creative heads, and they're not paid their dues of their hard work purely because they're being creative. And that is an absolute shame because yeah. that's why, why, why would you stunt someone's creativity just because they don't have the distance of the rivets between the, this panel to, to be correct for the scale that it's in? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, you know, there's a there's a time and a place for that. Don't get me wrong, because um, there are, you know, if you are looking for accuracy, if it's a category that calls for it, yeah, sure. Have at it. You know, yeah. you know blow your brains out and 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 you know be be amazed by this person's accuracy for sure. But if you are looking in a category where creativity should be up front and center, there's something like sci-fi or you know, something like that, like where where you know People are have for for decades and decades have created um, these imaginative creative machines um, that technically don't exist, don't make sense, whatever. Right? That like accuracy should not be what is in the forefront. Like, should this panel really be there? That's not what you should think. That's the the way of thinking should be: Why is that panel there? What was it? What was the interpretation? What was what was the narration here? What were they trying to portray with this being here? Instead of oh that shouldn't be there. That would get in the way of the manifold of the. Well, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't even know that it was necessarily like that for. I mean, for mine or even for Julio's assemblage. You know. I think they just saw it and they were like, okay. <laughs> and they saw like, wow that's the wildly fucking... creative i don't know what i'm looking at per se so i can't be like oh that looks yeah. exactly like a this mm -hmm. like that's a a thing uh uh, uh whatever the fuck or uh, uh whatever the fuck that is you know <laughs> like, and then they, they move on to a fucking <clears throat> uss enterprise and they're like that looks like a uss enterprise look at all the lights in it oh, no nigel's piece was great yeah but it wasn't Enterprise. Also, he didn't make an Enterprise. It was a Benini or some shit. Whatever. <laughs> Bolini or some shit like he's making fucking sausage over here. Yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. Like. Guys, what? I, I want to I pose a question. What? You've been to a fair amount of IPMS events with yeah. Gumpla being the centric of that. When IPMS judges that aren't Gumpla builders judge, what typically wins? Hmm... Um, don't overthink it. It's pretty straightforward. For Gumpla, yeah, what I typically wins, wins when an IPMS centric individual, not 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 like like in the case of Danny, he was a Gumpla builder who judged Gumpla, so it was like he knew yeah. what he was looking at. So when you right. just have someone who doesn't know what they're looking at but knows how to judge, what that typically wins? Last year, and I don't know how those winners won. <laughs> well, this is the, this is the I heard, and I the heard there was this some the point shit out behind that too. Yeah, right. No, sorry, idea, Kyle. Man. I was talking over you. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. Um, I'll, I'll cut to the chase. It's yeah. always at least one, two, and three. First, third, second, and third. An RX seventy-eight. Typically, the largest RX seventy-eight on the table. <laughs> that one won the top prize this year. Again, again, that's that's not throwing shade. 
It's just no. a common thread because when you think Gumpla, no, we know the guy that won. Yeah. They also like size. Size is a thing because you can see uh, more detail. Those bigger kits have more detail in them. Like I said, true, this geez. is an affront against the builders. This is it's actually no, more it's towards true. IPMS. When I won with the yeah. Briegel, the Briegel is f- massive. It is massive. a gigantic model. But uh, size right doesn't mean it was the size fleet. means more detail. Yeah, is is uh, what I'm getting at. Is they're more detailed kits. That's that's the commonality of why the larger version wins, not the smaller MG OG. But it's always an RX seventy eight of some sort, and then a clean build Gumpla, and then maybe a weather build, but a tastefully weathered build. Yeah, but not diorama. Always standalone. Mm. Do you ever notice that? Why it's never uh, like one with a theme or a base? Typically, I never understood um, that. I do also, yeah, I have noticed that like bases don't matter at this yeah. particular, that particular event that I'm at. So mm. if you do, if it doesn't need a base, like the A10 needed a base because it needed something to stand on or it needed something to float off of, over because it, yeah. it's wheels up, you know, and same deal with um, the, with the, the Mustang. Um, mm. It also needed a, a base. But other than that, like I didn't need to make a base for the underneath the Nova. I could have just put that on the ground. It didn't matter. It could have been right on top of a piece of paper. It wouldn't have mattered at all, which I think is kind of a shame because um, it's a, I, I spent a long time on that fucking model. I'm proud of it. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like it needed yeah. a, like more of a, a presence. So. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The, there's always a common thread. Now, again, I'm not pointing this out to throw shade on winners or judges. It just no, reinforces no, 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 no. that they go with what they're comfortable with. And we've talked about this in previous episodes, how, you know, no one is immune to the bias. You know, you can have seasoned judges, new judges, everything in between, but there is always just a bias, an underlying bias that exists. And this is one of the hurdles that Gumpla builders face when attending IPMS events and wondering why they lost versus somebody else. It's not that you were worse or better or whatever in between. It's just you have to understand the scope of where you're competing, the judges that are judging and just some of the biases that exist. Yeah, that's what I want. What they're used to. Yeah, a big fucking Gundam head that was painted like a Gundam head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, incredibly accurate. Yeah. I want to, um, I want to offer a solution to this, right? Because I think Kyle's right. Like biases, biases will always exist. That you know, somebody will always have, will always favor a certain aesthetic or a certain style or a certain level of accuracy over everything else. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, what we need is a variation of judges, like a variation of because it sounds like to me like the judges at this event all had the same mindset. Yeah, it sounds like it. I mean, I, I like I said, I, I'm I'm only throwing out um, hearsay or not even hearsay, but like you know, just from what what you guys have mentioned, right, well, and how they described this the situation, how they they looked at your piece and be like, oh well, I, we don't really know how to interpret this. Why why wasn't there somebody out there to to be able to interpret? It? Yeah, super true. You know, well, like, and that that goes back to what I mentioned. Sorry, Pets, but the, during the IPMS event, they are always looking for judges, and they're always willing to teach you how to judge. If there's no Gumpla representative, there, yeah, volunteer, be that Gumpla representative, yeah. be the you know the ambassador of our side of the hobby. I think the problem is it's very intimidating. Like, even as you know, somebody who has worked on scale models for decades, right? Um, it's always intimidating to go, okay, well, I think I 
have the knowledge and the know-how to be able to judge somebody else's work. Like it's it's intimidating to to for one to think that, and then two to be in a circle of people who also feel like they're able to do that. And I understand wholeheartedly that that's that's intimidating. That's you know that you know like mm. who are you to say that? Who are you to think that? But at the same time, you're like, well, you know, if I'm honest and and I am subjective and I can look at a at a at a build whether it's whatever it is, whether it's sci-fi or Gundam or whatever, or, or planes or trains or whatever. Like if you are able to subjectively look at something and knowing what your bias is and, and have being able to explain that and, and, but also at the same time, being able to listen to the other judges to be able to hear their points of views and what their biases are, and then kind of pull those biases together and figure out, you know, who actually did a good job and, and who deserves what place. Um, your put your foot forward be you know step step forward be you know balls up man like you can this is this is how you start this you know for example like danny gumpla did not just go oh you know he did not just kind of fall into the judging thing he put himself forward you yeah, know same with joel <clears throat> absolutely right no he did they yeah. they want they wanted to educate the the old heads because they didn't know how to interpret gumpla mm -hmm. danny did just that, and I think that that, that the the last what maybe two skeletons, two or three, have yeah. been very well versed in terms of that category because of people like Danny. So, yeah. you know, if you feel like there's something missing in your IPMS chapter where they're not really looking at things like that in the in the right light because nobody knows how to interpret it, be that person, be that person who knows who knows and helps to educate. Now, I'm not trying to throw shade on the judges that were judging mine and Julio's and everyone else's work in that specific like sci-fi vehicles, whatever kind of category, right? I'm not trying to throw shade on them saying like, oh, I should have won or I should have this or that. That's some bullshit. No, 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 that's cool. But I just feel uh, that there isn't necessarily a place at these events for guys like me and guys like Julio that are building things or even you know kyle or i'm not necessarily you chris because you 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 build very close to the, to the core you know like you build like what you're building you know you know like go you will embellish it and make it beautiful but you always stay kind of like within like the core element so you can easily identify it i know my lane brian don't worry i'm not trying to say <laughs> shit <laughs> right. you like how i danced around that so hard yeah um the gymnastics um but seriously like yeah there i feel like there isn't like a cat there was no category for some of the shit that i build you know and that's it's it's rough you know it's that's what i'm saying it's not i'm not saying you were you were trying trying to say that oh yeah i deserve to win they didn't look at it right yeah no it's no no. i don't think i deserve to win at all no it's just that they didn't look at it Right. That is, and, and you know, it's, it's, that's clear, hard facts. They looked at it and go, oh, well, I don't really know how to look at this and then moved what on. What is this? Yeah. They didn't, they didn't take the time to be like, okay, well, we're, we're looking at it at this category. What is this category? Um, I, what, what, what do we need to shine a light on in this category? And they didn't do that. I honestly feel like they looked at it for quite some time. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, oh, it's not about, it's my, not about the, yeah. But. It's not about the amount of time they looked at it because you can look at something and be like, oh, yeah, that's a cool looking thing, but not really understand what it's about. The amount of time that right. doesn't have anything to do with it. It's the not understanding what they're looking at is the problem. Yeah. Well, yeah. And 
that's a that's a weird that's a weird space to build in, which I'm not going to stop because I go, well, that's what I do. Uh, that's what I enjoy. So I'll, I'll, I'll never See, stop doing that. That's where the fleet came nevering. from, you know, that's where never any of my nevering. fucking crazy custom creations have come from, you know, so which is Guys, fine. Imagine being the guy who does anime figures at an IPMS event. I didn't see a lot they're of those. Fine. <laughs> those, those, they go over those pretty well. Guys, don't know what the fuck they're. Like. I mean, I know like Danny did really good one year with his um his Ray the Volks kid he had. I mean, he did a yeah. phenomenal job, so it's well Dude, deserved. That thing in person is fucking crazy. <laughs> it's fucking crazy, honestly. That shit blew me away first time I saw it. Yeah, his uh his Devil Man this year was fucking cool, man. That oh, Sentinel Decoder. Yeah, that was a big yeah, that was tight. Uh, gigantic. It's good stuff, man. I I love seeing all the work that comes out this if, year. If I had uh, if I had years. built that, if I had built that Devil Man, I would have titled it Fiddler on the Roof. <laughs> you like fiddling, don't you? <laughs> like, why you fiddler don't? on the roof? I don't get it. I fiddle. I fiddle. Fiddle faddle here and there. Oh, Dan, Dan actually <laughs> took a third place in the sci-fi fictional vehicles with yeah. his Thunderbirds. Uh, build Phoenix. Yeah. I think that was his second year he nice. entered that, right? It was there last year as well. I think so. Uh, it might have been a different yep. ship. I'm not sure. No, it was this. It was the same. The same one. I'm pretty sure. I, I don't know. Which is fine. You can do that. I want to do another. Just, yeah, I can't reach how it goes. I, I think do um, another vehicle that I just make up and put it in there and see what they say, <laughs> dude. And that's me. Like, ah, oh, I just fucking build shit because I like to. I don't yeah. not like. Oh, anyway, this Chris. I think. I think. I think my frustration of this stems from the fact that, I mean, this happens all like almost every year. Like it hasn't changed yet. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, like I said, there were people like Danny and 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 Joel that I have put their foot forward and be like, you know, I, I will help you. <laughs> in educating you in, in this and, and why it should be looked at the way it should be looked at. But yet there are still chapters and there are still areas and there are still places that just refuse to do it. And it's, it's frustrating to see because, you know, obviously um, modeling now I think has, is, is more uh, scale modeling, which is more specifically, whether it's Gundam or something else is more popular than ever. You know, it's, it's more oh, yeah. open to, to all ages, all shapes and sizes, all all you know, uh, all sexes, all races. It doesn't matter who you are. You, like, it, it's it's genres, so accessible. Everything, man. You can get yeah, so man. many cool kits from everything. It's so accessible. It's 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 not frowned upon anymore. It's not looked at with vitriol. It's not looked at as as a loser hobby, or whatever the fuck you know how it was viewed like even five years ago. Like, it's not. Um, it's it's easy to get into. It's easy to get lost in it, and it's easy to to expand your horizons and your skills. And yet, here we are still at in twenty twenty three, where your build is looked at, and when you when you put it into a competition, it still looked like looked at as if it were twenty twelve, twenty ten, two thousand six. Mm-hmm. Like you know, that needs to change. We need to move forward. We need to be progressive about this. And and you know, whoever. You know, whoever starts the movement, please start it because it, it this is ridiculous. Like it's it's getting to a point where it's it's demoralizing. You know, it, why why even bother entering if your your build isn't looked at the way planes are looked at? You know, yeah, sure. level, yeah treat it with the same kind of like uh, 
I don't know. In a way, respect, I guess. But it's not really like I'm like, oh, respect my shit. It's just like, you know, give it the same kind of chance or whatever or whatever. Like it's viewed within the right. same light, the same. This yeah. is more understanding. This isn't to the same level. But when we did um, when we did critical builds, and for those who are listening who don't know what critical builds is, critical builds was a show that uh, myself and everybody else on the show uh, did, where uh, viewers would submit their builds, um, and then we would go live on YouTube and Twitch, and we would talk about their builds and talk about you know um, have uh, kind of critiques, you know, helpful critiques to talk about how to better something or even how to look at it a different way, and you know we would get different builds of all shapes and sizes of all different skill levels, you know? So um, you would get somebody who had been building for 12 years, you know? And then all of a sudden you get a, a build from somebody who had just started building, who had just started kind of exploring kit bashing or scratch building. And, you know, it wouldn't be to the level of the guy who had been doing it for 12 years, but we would, we would still give it the same amount of attention, the same, the same amount of, of, um, critiques and we would still you know kind of look at the potential of what the build is and and kind of where they could take it from there because absolutely there was a level Feedback, of man. yeah there was a level of honor that that i carry with me when somebody goes i want you to look up my stuff and tell me what you think of it because your opinion in my opinion matters and um you know take that take that seriously and i've said this before take it seriously man because you know that's somebody is is putting their their uh their their creativity their heart and soul into this build why would you not do that for them when you're looking at their kit ready for critiquing in a composition space cheers so one thing i really enjoyed about doing critical builds with all you guys was um that having that like um honest interaction that like live feedback loop almost or like that you know you know the real time feedback loop where, you know, we would get these submissions, which we still have some backlog, I think. Um, and then, you know, we would have to go through and inspect them. We'd have all these high quality images or medium quality images or whatever we could get. And we would look at them and like go in deep. And I, I remember specifically Tim Childamecca submitted the, you know, uh, he, he built this. He, many people may not know about this, but he built this model called Airdrop. Oh, that too? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah, yeah, he built. Did you know he built the Jessa? He called the airdrop. Get the fuck out of here! I thought it yeah, was he a did. Yeah, I, need you, I need, I need you to stop lying to me. That man don't build. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> no, but seriously, like we went, but we, I went over it with a fine tooth comb, and I picked out. You can pick out errors, and you look at things like that, but it's not. You don't you're not doing it. I mean, you are doing it to take a piss out of your friend a little bit or whatever, but it's and to draw attention to it. But at the same time, it isn't to abscond or to you not know to like, yeah, yeah. Hey, thank you you're not to chastise the the person that's that's building or whatever but it's also to kind of like make a an observation and start a little bit of a dialogue and kind of like figure out what is going on so that everybody grows from yeah. experience mean, what people don't realize is when when the show was 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 made it wasn't to critique for critique's sake it wasn't because we wanted to pick out what you did wrong oh. and i think I think, um, again, I think that's what's missing from, well, and that's what people kind of uh, mistake when it, uh, when, it, when it comes to judging and it's why people don't want to do it. Yeah. yeah, it's like people immediately go, oh, you're trying to point out the things I didn't do right. You're trying to no, send that's me? Not, <laughs> that's, not what you, that's not what we're trying to do here. That's not what, that's what 
that's not what it should be about. And, you know, people take it that, that way because some people do that, right? Whenever you put your, your shit online and, and somebody says something that you don't like or somebody critiques in a way that isn't very, um, uh, which is very unsavory, immediately you're going, well, you know, why, why, do, why even bother? Why do I put the shit out? And, and I think it's becoming that way when it comes to building for uh, whether it's IPMS or something else. Like you people are, are not looking at people's builds and not giving the attention and the, 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 the spotlight that these builds deserve. It's, it's become, I think it's become a very jaded thing, especially, especially at IPMS. Yeah. I think that there are, there are places that are like that, but I think some of that is like, well, I mean, related to the uh, one, two, three for category kind of like, as opposed to the open judging style, uh, which, uh, who does that shit? I can't remember now. Amps, right? Yeah, Amps yeah. does that. Um, that's where you yeah, your model is based upon the merit versus it, it's basically judged against itself, and then they award whatever, and they give a lot of feedback. Now, that yes, Kyle, uh, you know what other uh, event outside of Amps judges like that? Awesome. It happens to be a small miniature scale um, event happening in Philadelphia in the next month, right? Oh, MFCA. Yes, they, yeah, yeah. they judge just like that, as well as MMSI. Fabulous. That's right. MF, MFCA is going down in Philadelphia um, in on Friday and Saturday, um, May 4th and 5th. Uh, I, this is all that I have memorized. <laughs> I'm looking at the rest of it up on my phone. Here we go. Um, it is at the Radisson Hotel in Philadelphia. Um Philadelphia East. So if you know Philly, it's on the east side. Sorry? Um twenty four hundred old Lincoln Highway. Um it's pretty hype. Uh there's gonna be oh May fifth and sixth. I said fourth and fifth, sorry, fifth and sixth. Um check it out. That spot is gonna be full of um oh man. So Barry's been inviting me to this for like a couple of years now and I haven't gone from small subjects and i feel nice real fucking nice bro yeah (laughs) look man but this year i want to go so yeah it's it's a great if it's anything like the chicago event so mmsi it's um military miniatures society of illinois Mm -hmm. same basic premise just in chicago um yeah if it's anything like that event oh it was i went last year um Barry reminded me and I was like, cool, I'm actually doing a bunch of projects just for that competition since mm-hmm. I won't make any of the IPMS events this year. Um, right. And yeah, it was great. It was a good time. But uh, Jim was there as well, also from um, Small Subjects. Great dude. Yeah. Um, he was the uh, the speaker. And it was just such a, a warm environment. Everyone was having a good time. There was amazing um, projects on the table, like from small scale miniatures being painted to larger militaries from armor and uh, shadow boxes. I, I'd never seen one in person, but man, those are so cool. Barry does a lot of those as well. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just, Oh yeah. I highly suggest going to a figure painting competition. It's a completely different atmosphere. And I think when we're talking about the creative aspect that we feel is kind of not as highlighted in IPMS events at these type of events, it's quite the opposite. Like creativity, use of techniques outside of the norm, like all that is celebrated. And on top of that, it's not a first, second, third. Everyone gets an award based on their own merits, and there's plenty to give out. So you do great work, you get 
rewarded for it. And it's awesome because that kind of camaraderie and everyone's just like praising each other and just really sharing a lot of techniques and, and skill and talking to each other freely is no like, oh, don't tell that man anything. Kyle, <laughs> Kyle I want to I want to cause a scandal uh, and say I like scandals. Uh, I want to say uh, fuck participation awards. Uh, I don't want that. Hey, I got a certificate me. of merit. Thank you very much. I worked hard for that piece of paper. No, it isn't. It isn't a participation award. They're judged against. They're they're judged against a rubric. Like there's there's a judging criteria, <laughs> but it isn't like a limited. So like you may have a category with five entrants, and there are like uh, two golds and one bronze, and then the other ones don't have enough marks to reach like you know the, the medal yeah, there's a bare minimum um also you get you get uh rewarded off of your best builds no sweeping all of your stuff is submitted as one uh, even if it's different themes and it's your yeah. best the best one you have on the table that's the award so if your best one's a bronze you win a bronze off of that one if your best one's a gold you get a gold but there's no sweeping you, you just all your shit's laid out there and the best one you mean like for category or yeah, well, typically a lot of people are, are submitting all of theirs under one category, but I believe you could do separate categories, Just, but I didn't see a lot of builders doing that. Because I build everything, Kyle. So that's my, my deal too. Like I went in with five models in five categories, not trying to win anything per se, but just to show the work that I've done, which was yeah, great. You, and honestly, diversity. I had great feedback from all the modelers that I interact with. There was a bunch of people. I met John Colasante from the Queens. He's also uh, was in model models for Ukraine too with me uh, befriended mm -hmm. him which is great to meet him I saw Jim Gould I didn't talk to him but I did see him um, which was cool as well um, and that's you know that's great like to just like have that like community and like um, that kind of like what these events are all about community really yeah exactly it's not about like you know fucking I don't give a fuck about winning I don't, even, I don't need more plaques to put on my wall what are these like you know bad did they did they are they gonna I like bury them with me or something like i can't take away <laughs> it doesn't matter i build models to go and and have a good time and show cool stuff because i love to make models and i love to put myself out there with all the other dudes that make stuff i did see though that i thought was interesting that um my gb i put it under a uh, single prop 40 or 48 scale which it is but that is single prop military 48 scale and they moved it over to commercial like to civilian stuff what i what which I was about those airplane categories flooded with fucking entrance and i was like oh well that's cool um but, but it looked great i mean the model looked good and, and there was a couple of different people that came up to me and said you know like that they that they really enjoyed my stuff and that was cool and i feel like every year i want to spend more time because i'm gonna keep going back and keep building stuff for it obviously um but like i need to do more time interacting with like the public and people but it's tough like with me doing this like not i'm not trying to do a shotgun spread of like trying to get a award or something, but like I like to build a lot of stuff, so I you know, have to be spread out to try and check out all this shit, and then also hang out with Julio and Tex and Bobby and Miguel and other Julio. Hey. As soon as I saw Bobby, I was like, "Shut the fuck up, Bobby!" Bobby <laughs> won. Bobby got an award. Bobby. Yeah, Bobby. Yeah, he, he always kills it at, at Mosquito Park. Yeah, <clears throat> that was great. It's a fucking great time, man. I love having going to MosquitoCon. I was just glad I was able to put something down on the on the tables. And I gotta get more shit done this year. 
So next year I can be like, I got one of these. One Do of you those, want one of these. me to crack the whip, Julio? You, that, it's a little kinky, perhaps. <laughs> if, if kink <laughs> is what will get you to get some God. work done. Jesus. Hey, nah, okay. I, I see oh. him, actually, Chris. Yeah. So if you want, I can physically crack a whip on him. Please, Thank no, you don't. Dude, right. Right. <laughs> Just, I like when he least expects it, you know, when, like, when he's like picking up a box or something. I'll you know? take those, the, those, uh, the, what we were talking about with the bartender towels earlier. Oh, Jesus. Start snapping. I got the, yeah, we got the, we got the bartender towels at the but office. I'll just, uh, clean up the messes, up. you know, I'll uh, just, guys, uh, I have a proposition. <laughs> so I know that three of us have the same bus. One of us finished oh, said bus. Yeah, you did. The other two can finish said bus, and we can display all three of the same yeah. bus in Madison, Wisconsin, next year doing nationals. Oh, Maddie's oh. in Maddie. Mad- Madison, yeah. Wisconsin. I, I don't know what that is. That doesn't exist outside of Illinois. <laughs> so, uh, wow. It's a place far away north from you. Bro, it's right there. magical place. I am going yeah. to Madison, Wisconsin in 2024. There you go, Paps, your one Evangelion build, and Julio, your hundredth Evangelion build. Dude, that, I had so much fun. I, I kid, kid you not. I was in some fucking Zen mode with it. I finished. That's the quickest model I finished in a long time. Dude, shit. and I'm super proud with it. It came out nice. I was like, oh my god, I can still paint. Oh shit, I can still Actually, paint. I gotta say, the quality of work is probably my best in a long time. I was quite impressed with myself. I, dude, I could see myself in the core. When I was taking pictures. I just realized I am clear as fucking day in there. I'm like, I didn't even sand it that well. Oh, fucking phenomenal. Uh, chef kiss. Um, yeah. Guys, build it. It will give you a hard on just like it gave me a hard on. Here, I don't um, know if you can see it in my camera, but it's being the it's outsider the here. I you just made, have to say, wow. Wow. You you opened my eyes up, Kyle. Like you made me from you went I went from single eyelid to double eyelid real fast. That's what the fuck. Yeah, you got you guys. You want to chub? You want to feel in your balls? And tingling? You know that's like that. Tingling your balls. But no, I, I, it was such a great build. I highly recommend you guys join along. Um, I mean, especially since you guys have the original cast versus my recast, Heaveness. Um, it was such a great build, though. Do it, Dad. Do it, Julio. Do it. Build it. Build I'm gonna it. do it. Don't worry about it, Kyle. I'm gonna do it. Mine's just smaller than yours, too. Yeah. So no excuses, right? No excuses, man. Do it. Do it. Oh, it, we it also was, have to. We have to get working on our our uh, uh, universe collab. I'm gonna universe start bringing collab. some old builds to IPMSs that have already been in there. And just start putting them out again. Fuck it. Oh, I, there's no fun in that. It's long. No, as long as they haven't won, that's fine. Yeah. His old build. Uh, Ray won with his MG Hazel. That shit is like five years old. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. His old shit. Good to see Ray. Yeah, it was good to see Ray. Ray. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mad fun. Mad fun. I mean, there's nothing with... I don't have any problems with that. Just me personally, I like to do new builds for competitions. If I've done it and it didn't get entered, maybe oh, I'll, yeah. I'll add it to the fact, but I don't like just grabbing something off the shelf and, and putting it in. Okay, maybe I do. Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, exactly. If I, I knew a competition is coming up and I have time, like if it's last minute, I got no problems. I'm not going to judge anybody. But if you've got time to do it, do something new. Could do something like, like drives for it. I think it's... Yeah, no, I never... Yeah, to, I never yeah. recycle seasons of stuff. I never re-enter 
anything. Well, no, no... This is a re-enter. Let's say you've never entered in a competition, but let's say you've got time before the competition. Rather than just grabbing it off the shelf and entering it, you do a new build. That's It's fun. It's exciting. Well, yeah. So what I'm saying, Kyle, is that like, I'll show a kit once. Mm. Like, I actually know. So I, I've shown... So the the um, the flea has been shown in, in three shows technically because it won OMC, I won GBWC with it as well in New York City the leg, and um, I showed it at IPMS where Dan was judging, and so it was like swept off the table because it already won GBWC, which is mm-hmm. fine. He's like, it was cool to go Ooh. and show it, which is fine. <laughs> the Briegel won that year. I have no complaints. Um, <clears throat> And I showed the um, the full city. I showed that at GBWC, and then I also showed that at IPMS. But at IPMS, they didn't know what the fuck they were looking at, so like, <laughs> nobody knew that it was like original sculpt resin build, one hundred percent. Like, uh, yeah, crazy. Yeah, touring your nobody builds knows. is a problem. I've done that countless times. I mean, Lazazabi's been to three different competitions through three different years. Um, and a couple other ones, but the touring thing isn't a problem. I mean, let's say New Year, you've gotten a bunch of builds that have been in competitions. Now you have a new year. Like say, let's say Nats. We got Nats in in Madison, Wisconsin. We've got two years spell, well, one or two years till that year event comes. Half. We can deliberately in, start builds for months. that competition now rather than grabbing something we've already done. Yeah. No, I'm going to. That's what I normally do. But fuck yeah, it, course. man. Old shit. No, I'm Just never going to. I will never take something that I didn't already build. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, literally, I don't, mm-hmm. I won't reshow a thing. I want to see the Briegel again. Thankfully, I want to see it too. Uh, Just give me <laughs> hey, see? I haven't seen it actually. It's in the attic. <laughs> like, <laughs> since I last took it to the show, when I, when I took it to that IPMS, it went to the case okay. and it never came back out. Brian, are so, you guys driving or flying? I know I'll it's fly. too soon to tell, but I'm going to fly and general... I'm going to ship my, my shit to my parents. Easier. And then ship it to me, my, dude. my folks are in Iowa, so I'm going to ship my shit up to them. And Are you flying to Iowa and then driving? Something like that, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So, so that I have makes to sense. Rent a car saying, or I have to you do. can ship it to either myself or Pabs because we're much closer. You know, yeah, we'll take yeah, no, but I got to go see my folks. Come on, it's been a minute. So I'm, I may yeah. not give it back to you, though. I'm just going to tell you that now. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I can't trust you guys. I can trust them. <laughs> It'll make it to Nats, but will it make it back to New Jersey? I don't know. Listen, I, listen. Uh, I'll take it's care of it, though. Mm-hmm. I'll treat it like my own <laughs> you, child. You guys have never seen any of Ryan's work in real life, have you? No, we have not. Ooh. And I, I want to see it. <laughs> I long to see his work in person. Bro, that's some good shit, man. (laughs) Remember when I won GBWC, I came back to the spot and I was like pulling out parts of the kid. I was like, here, Julio, take a leg. It was like a a crustacean. (laughs) It's fucking dope, man. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it's fun. I love making models. They're so much fun. It's great. It's great fun. Good people. Good stuff. Me goosed. Yeah, we got to get some shit done this year. Let's oh, make yeah. a bet. Let's do a bet. I, yeah, right. Bet. Yeah. I'm not going to make a bet because I'll have to because I'm going to keep building shit, but I want you to make a bet because you need to fucking make a bet, son of a bitch. I, I, I do need to make a bet. What can I bet? But I'm going to say this much. I feel generally stoked by my experience at the show. Like yeah. there was weird stuff. There's always weird stuff, and that's fine. 
Um, I did hear one guy going off and toting out crazy shit about how all the classic cars or a lot of the classic cars should be disqualified because they didn't have tags, you know, like the registration tags that you have to pay oh, for wow. that you have the to windows. put in your windshield wow. because they didn't have registration tag, a little custom registration tag decals because he did that on his models. And I was like, okay, that's this man is insane. He has <laughs> lost his mind. large amount of copium. His, <laughs> his mind is gone and that's fine. Happy journeys, friend. <laughs> Let's Happy go. I'm going to keep building my, my shit and having a good time. Anyhow. Um, no, but then exactly. Like I had I had such a great time interacting with all the other modelers. And it was really it's such a good good event all around. Uh, it did get smarmy in that gym. Oh, my God, dude. No more <laughs> gym competitions in the summer. No yeah. more. It got it at least like 80, 90 in there. Yeah, it was 80, Ooh, 90 It was, gnar- it was gnarly. Well, it yeah. was so it was cold in the morning and rainy. And then yeah. the temperature ramped up to like 70 degrees. And it was sunny oh. outside. And they didn't open any airflow in the gymnasium. So you just got like warm. It, it got warm. Too. Anyways, <laughs> that being said, great show. Going to go all the time. It's in Wayne, New Jersey. Donate to your local IPMS or whatever. Join your local IPMS or your national IPMS if you're not into it, um, because they are doing a good thing for the community and throwing a lot of really cool conventions and allowing people to come together and share cool ideas and uh, their love for building skill models. And I think that that's like a really super positive thing. So if you have the opportunity to do that, please do. And if not, that's that's okay too. Just keep enjoying it all along the way. Yes, can. Uh, side note for my uh, Midwestern bros, April 15th in uh, Lebanon, Indiana, just north of Indianapolis, is the Rusco Invitational, the IPMS Rusco Invitational. So if you want to go to an event and you're local to that, go there. Because this episode comes out before then. So it's prior. Perfect. It should, yeah, right? I think so. Yeah. It's Rusco Turner, right? Yep. Uh, Rusco Turner, Indianapolis Invitational. It's in uh, yeah. Lebanon, Indiana. I yeah, can't go because I got my daughter's birthday, but uh, you guys can go in my stead. Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. yeah. That's totally yeah, cool. April 15th. April 15th. <laughs> uh, there's a there's an IPMS Nats coming up in July this year in San Marcos, Texas. Uh, friend of the show, Chris Collins, is going to be down in that neighborhood. So if you guys are down there, go and check that shit out. That's going to be pretty righteous. Um as we are closing out the show here, I just want to say thank you to all of our Patreons that support us, our patrons that support us on Patreon. Um, Patreon? Um, Patreon? We have got some of those really basic rewards that we've been promising to you coming down the pipe um, very, very soon. Um, if you are interested in joining the Patreon and helping us keep the lights on at the spot, you can check us out um, at the link in the bio. Uh, you can hit us up on our various socials, also linked in the bio. But uh, Clippin' Nubs, Chris Pabs, Coolest Gumpel Builder, and Bro Builder, respectively. Um, send us a message on the Gmail, linked in the bio as well. <laughs> bio! Um, and uh, yeah, uh, built sideways podcast at gmail.com. Um, yeah, hit us up with any questions or comments. Yes, Chris. If you're more the chatty Kathy and you don't want to send an email, and that's perfectly fine, uh, you can join the Discord and ask a question there. 
So we do have Sad. a Discord. So again, if you guys want an invite link, um, I know the 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 Bill Cyrus podcast Instagram has a link to it, but for some reason, people are getting errors when they they go on there, and I've updated it like fifty times at this point, and it's still not popping up. So if you guys need an invite link, just send one to either myself, uh, to Kyle, to Julio, to Brian, and um, yeah, you guys can hang out there. Um, it's uh there's been a bunch of, of really great work being posted there a bunch of work in progress is not just from ourselves but also from from um members of the people who listen to the show and uh there's been some excellent stuff so if you guys need a place for inspiration uh for work in progress pictures for from people to help you get yours started uh join the discord it's free you know why not absolutely right we're always there uh answering questions and and talking shop um so it's, it's an easy way mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, with the little hand all right uh this is a an audio podcast so <laughs> it's for julio more than anything but yeah my freaky fingers yeah, yeah. Have it. we have more freaky fingers in the world <sighs> we should bring those all back right. really uh, i want to thank usa gunham store for giving it or helping us out with these or giving us these amazing microphones that help us sound all silky smooth and silky. sexy mm-hmm. um julio hi Say something. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. I appreciate you. Uh, don't contact me. <laughs> and uh, build it sideways. I'll say one last thing. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> be the change you want to be. Oh, this man, Mahatma Gandhi. Whether, whether, it's, ju- whether, it's, whether it's judging or how your community interacts with each other, be the change you want to be. All right, so you want chaos? Be the chaos. <laughs> sure, be the chaos. Thanks, Kevin. You want? Oh shit! No, no but, yeah, visual. Wow! <laughs> bang bang! <laughs> God damn! No, but it's seriously, yeah. Have fun, have fun, make cool shit. Enjoy what you're doing. Um, talk to your friends and make new friends because friends are free, and friends so are, are ideas. Free. So share them and have a great time. Keep building it sideways, guys. Have a great night. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.